When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know. So if you put forth the work, then what are you fearing? You know you, what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen. Because limits, like fears, are often just an illusion. You're listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Here's your host, Jamie Plunkett. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for tuning into our podcast today. Um, we've got a. We're going to talk about the eighty twenty rule today, which is the uh, Pareto or Pareto principle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but basically, we're going to talk about how eighty percent of your results come from twenty percent of your efforts. So this week, um, I had a, uh, one day I had, uh, I noticed people spending a lot of times, a lot of time rather doing um, the stuff that didn't give you a high return on your investment of time. So I figured I'd talk about it today and we actually uh, wrote it on the the whiteboard uh, out in the gym this week. Um, And, you know, basically it, it, revolves around how you spend your time to get the most out of your time spent. So you want a high return on investment. Um, you want to spend your time on things that give you a high return on investment. So uh, when it comes to body composition, as we've discussed, that's, you know, the majority of that's nutrition, you know, to lose fat. Now, once you lose the fat, so you don't look like a melted candle. You don't lose all your muscle tissue. So you look good when you don't have clothes on. Um, you need to be lifting weights. And, you know, to the nutrition, you need to make sure you're eating plenty of protein. There's, you know, your carbs and your fat are also important. But protein consumption and lifting weights are going to go a long way to sustain muscle tissue and hopefully build a little. Um, so <clears throat> the... Um, High return on investment stuff in regards to muscle uh, is going to be compound movements, squats, deadlifts, presses, rows, uh, lunge variations. So compound movements are things you know that cover multiple joints versus single joint movements like bicep curls, uh, you know, side laterals, press downs, those sort of things. You know, so. What I wrote on the uh, the whiteboard out front this week um, was you want to focus your effort on the high return on investment movements before you waste your time on the low return on investment stuff. Uh, and my example of low return on investment stuff is, you know, things like abs, biceps, cardio, etc. Um, so there's nothing wrong with training abs or biceps or cardio, but you need to exhaust the the high return on investment movements prior to spending time on the low return on investment movements. Um, so what I mean by that is what I see a lot of times is people will not, they, you know, they kind of shrug it off when I tell them they're not squatting to depth, uh, which is one of my biggest pet peeves. If you've seen my toilet video, <laughs> um, it just drives me crazy because you're you're losing out on on so much. And you know what people hear me say around the gym is the magic happens in the bottom. You know, and I'm being funny when I say that, but I mean that. Like that's where you're going to develop, you know, a lot of muscle tissue, and you're cutting off, you know, twenty percent of the movement or whatever it is when you do not squat to depth. And when you're squatting, you know what happens a lot of times is people 
like in their head, I imagine they're, all right, I think I'm to depth, and they come back up. And what they do is they end up stopping themselves with their hip flexors and their quads and then come back up. So first off, it's not safe. Second off, you're weaker when you do that. Um, and because of those things, it doesn't feel good. So you have to learn to, you know, trust your body and and trust your coach and learn to squat to full depth and get a stretch reflex out of your adductors, which are your inner thighs, stretch reflex out of your your hamstrings and your glutes in that position. Um, And maybe not out of your hamstrings necessarily. I'll flex my hamstrings in the bottom, but I'm stretching my glutes and my adductors in the bottom. And once I run out of range of motion in those muscles, they bounce me back out of the hole. Right. I'm never loose, so I'm not actually bouncing, but the muscle's stretching to its full capacity and then, you know, retracting when I start coming back up. Um, So... Looks like there's a typo here. Um, are you striding the movements and perfecting them? Uh, I'm not real sure what I was trying to say there. Um, but so when I say are you exhausting the high range, high return on investment movements, uh, full range of motion, stretching and squeezing the target muscles to their full capacity. So, you know, you know what I just used as an example of squat is people – don't use the full range of motion and not stretching the proper muscles. So they're not getting the most out of the movement. And, you know, um, kind of a side note on that, you know, to me, anything you do, doesn't matter what it is, you're going to spend the time. Right. And, and I, I don't mean to be negative, but any kind of work is going to suck no matter what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's going to suck whether I'm doing, a half squat or a full squat. Right. So you want to get as much out of it as you can. It's going to suck either way. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yes. 100%. So, yeah. you know, that's a, a very important thing on that. Um, <clears throat> man, I really don't know what this typo means here. Uh, what I typed was, are you striding the movements and perfecting them? Um, uh, I think I meant st- studying the movements and perfecting them. Um and then it says, are you dialed in and focused while doing them? You know, so so a lot of people will just go through the motions um, and not really focus on what they're doing. So, you know, I try to understand everything and it's almost to a point where I'm annoying. Um, so two things that I can think of, you know, in the in the past, I guess I'd say recent, but it's not necessarily recent. Um, <clears throat> so when I first started working at, at Lifetime it was the first time in personal training that I've been taught sales. And I remember my manager, I would annoy this guy so much because I wanted to absorb and learn everything that he wanted me to do. And uh, and I, I guarantee you many times he was like, dude, you've got it, you know, right? leave me alone. You're wasting my time. Yeah. And it's, you know, I want to get it right. Yeah. Um, the second example of that is, is I have a buddy that taught me how to shoot. Yeah. And... I would go out to his house and I would ask him 400 questions. Yeah. And, you know, I want to get it right. Like, I'm not there just to just to shoot my gun. Yeah. Dude, I, I want to learn how to do it correctly. I, I'm, the, I'm the same exact way. And when I can't figure things out like that, it just keeps me up at night. I, I it's it's one of the things that it's 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 a I love it because it's how I've learned how to do everything that I'm good at. But I hate it because I can't move on. I can't just like, I was working on this, I'm building this website and there's this thing I'm trying to figure out and 
I mean, I spent eight hours the other day just combing the internet trying to figure this thing out. And you know, my girlfriend's like, what do you, you just need to give up and move on. I'm like, I, that's just gonna drive me nuts. If I see something and I gotta, I have to, I know it can be done. I've seen it done. And I need to figure it out. It's a, I don't know. It's a good, th- it's, it's good and it's bad when you, when you are that way. But sometimes like you just can't let it, you can't let it go, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, to me, <clears throat> anything you do in life, you have to decide whether it's worth your time or not. Yeah. And it's zero or a hundred. Well, and I feel like the older, and I think, I think part of it for me is an age thing too, because I, if I, I don't enjoy doing things if I can't do them, if I can't get good at it. Yeah. So for me, like, I mean, <clears throat> golf's a great example. I played golf all the, I played through high school and growing up, I worked at a golf course, so it was free and I had time. And so, but now it's like, look, if I can't commit three days a week, you know, I don't know, seven or eight months out of the year, you know, we're in the Midwest. So when the weather's nice, then I don't want to commit any time to it. Because Absolutely. if I can't get out there and, and actually, you know, get good at it, because in my mind, I still hold myself to that standard of when I was playing all the time. And so unless I'm working towards, unless I'm actively getting better at things, it's difficult for me to do them. And I think part of that, I think I've gotten that with age. Again, like it's just one of those things where like, look, I don't, I have no interest in skiing right now. I've never skied in my life. I'm, it looks awesome. I think it's really cool when people do it, but I have no, no desire to do it well. So I don't have any desire to do it at all. You know, yeah. I'm not going to go out and just fart around with it and, and just, you know, waste a week in Colorado, you know, taking lessons or something, unless I really want to dive in and try to become, you know, proficient at it. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine it's fun to just go fall down the hill and get hit in the head with a ski. <laughs> I can't either. Or whatever it may be that you're doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we'll get back on track here with what does it mean to exhaust your high return on investment movements. So the first thing, number one is, are you using a full range of motion, stretching and squeezing the target muscles to their full capacity? Number two is, are you studying the movements and perfecting them? Um, are you dialed in and focused while you're doing them. So we see a lot of people, they just go through the motions. Yeah. Uh, number three is you want to focus on perfecting these movements and feeling the muscles being trained versus going through the motions, I guess I just said, and rushing through your workout, which which is what I see a lot of times. So a lot of people, and this is you know a subset of what I just said here on, this, uh, on the notes here, um, a lot of people just want to check a box. Um, you know, and what happens with anything is the results you get from effort, the results you, you're going to get from whatever it is you do is going to resemble the effort and the focus you applied to that activity. Um, <clears throat> so I see that a ton. People come in and they're like, well, how long is the workout? I don't know. It's as long as it takes you to get through it. Right. Right. You know, I mean, there's. Right. It's not eight minute abs, you know. Well, and that's that's what's funny is they get that everywhere else they go. Every right. other gym they right, go right, to, right, right, it's right. an hour workout. Yeah. Well, how the fuck do you know it's an hour workout? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're you're setting a timer. Yeah. Like they're in a fucking microwave. Right. Or the oven. Right. Done. Right. right. How, how how are they done? Yeah. Like there's there's you can't put a time on things. Yeah. You know, it'd be like taking somebody to the hospital, and it's like, all right, well, he's got. He's got the flu. He'll be done in three days. Yeah. Well, what if he runs into this? What if you run into this? Like, you cannot put a time on things. And and we've get we've gotten to this point, you know, in society where we wanna we wanna check boxes. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the box. Yeah. I want results. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, 
you know, you need to work on perfecting movements and stop rushing through things uh, and enjoy the process. So that's the next thing I have here. The most successful people enjoy the process, the work. You must enjoy the process that gets you to your goals. Because without the process, the victory has no value. And that's universal in life. The value of anything is what you exchange for it. Um, So what I see a lot of times is, you know, what I think is people don't believe in results. So they don't see the benefit of investing, you know, pouring, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into things. Right, right. Um, Which is kind of what you were talking about earlier, you know, and, and I discovered that when I was 17, when I started lifting weights and I didn't believe in myself and I started seeing results. And at that point, I realized that I can achieve anything I set my mind to if I'm willing to work for it. Yeah. You know, so I, we may have covered this last podcast, actually, I think, where we talked about uh, I feel sorry for people that don't realize that. Yeah. Um, you know, but... Uh, <clears throat> You know, really, it's it's one of these stupid ass um, memes or quotes or whatever. You know, where people say you got to enjoy the process and all this other bullshit. Um, but it's it's true. It is. You true. know. Yeah. You know, on a, a weekly basis, you know, so generally every day I get up at three three thirty in the morning, get to work at five. A lot of times I'm here at the gym, you know, until. You know, sometimes I'll go home in the middle of the day, but a lot of times I'm here until six or seven o'clock at night. You know, so I'm here for more than 12 hours a day. I work on the weekends generally, um, but I enjoy it. You know, you tell the average person that they're like, why do you work so much? Yada, 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 all this other shit, you know? Um, And to me, you know, maybe I'm different, but to me, everything, like when I'm, when I'm in the process of doing something, to me, I'm building. I'm building something. And I think I've said this before, but to me, it's like a Lego set when you were little. Yeah. You know, obviously, you want to build whatever it is that you're building. Right. You want to see it when you're done. Right. But the fun is in the building. Yeah, the creation of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think just too many people are short-sighted, and they don't they don't understand that. Yeah. Well, especially when you're dealing with something like, you know, when you're dealing with your health and nutrition and fitness and stuff, there is no, there is no finish line, man. There's just not like you're, you're never, and I, I feel that way again. I don't know if it's because I'm an old man now or what, but I feel that way about pretty much everything. Like there's nothing that I do that I feel like, you know, the things I enjoy, things I really enjoy are, you know, they're it's audio production, video production, photography, all that stuff. And you never, ever, ever, ever learn everything. There's always more. There's always more you can learn about the the, the craft of it, the technology side of it. And it's the same with you because every year, you know, you, the thing of it is you didn't stop reading books when you got the body you wanted. Let's say you got in shape, you know, when you were 24 years old and you're like, oh, dude, this worked for me. That's it. Just yeah. do the same thing. You know, you're not preaching the same thing that that got you to your, you know, you got to the body composition you wanted. You got to the, all that stuff. It's like, you want to know if there's a better way to do it today than there was six weeks ago. You want to know that. And and there's there's so much, there's so much value in that, you know, in life. And that's why 
people come to you. That's why you go to a mechanic and you, you find somebody that is, it's so great when somebody is passionate about what they do. You know, you could tell when you walk in here, you enjoy being here, most of your clients. And that's why people continue coming here. Everybody, like, I don't know a ton of the people that work out here, but the people that I do know, they all have that thing in common where they're all here and they're all, they're in a good mood when they're here and they're working their asses off. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're, yeah, they are working, but they're not like, they're not pissed off to be here. And that's part of the environment that, you know, you in this, you've got a great little community out here that you've created because everybody out here is, um, you know, they're, they're all at different levels of the process. You know, you got some guys that are, that are older, you got some people that are younger and some people that are, you know, they've got higher goals for themselves, higher state. You know what I mean? Some people are just, they're, they're all at different places, but they're all doing the same thing to get to where they want to go. And the, the, I don't know, there's a, there's a really, from, from what I've seen over the last couple of years, there's a really great collective mindset. And I've said that forever. That, that always comes from the top. You know, it, it doesn't matter what organization you're in. If, if you've got crappy leadership, you're going to have, it's going to trickle down all the way down and it's going to end up in a piss poor experience. It doesn't matter if it's a restaurant or if it's a, a plumber or whatever, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what we mentioned earlier, you know, when you go somewhere and it's an hour workout yeah, or whatever it is, like, you know, you're here and you're building something. It's, you know a year away at the least, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is. And, um, you know, what I find with most of these gyms that have hour workouts is, you know, they're fad workouts. People get burnt out and the, the gym goes out of business. Yeah. And they plateau. And it's, it's also, it's kind of like, I think it's Tony Robbins or Zig Ziglar, one of those guys that always told the story about like, what point, if you have a kid, you have a baby, and they start, you know, they're, they're learning to walk. At what point do you tell them, okay, it's been long enough. You don't know how to walk. You, you never stop. Yeah. Some kids, it takes 15 months. I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't know. I know, I know it's somewhere in that, but you know, if it takes a kid 12 months, it takes them 12 months. If it takes them 18 months, it takes them 18 months. You keep working on that until you get to that, until you get to that place. There's no, there's no stop line on it. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, when you put a time on it, that, that is, it, it's the ultimate box checking move absolutely is sit there and say okay well i did it I, I put my time in like you punch clock and you get you know it's easy to get in that mindset but when you've got your you know your entire staff is also operating that way when you go to some of these big box gyms not all of them you know but a majority of them they're putting their time in i gotta work eight hours today that's it yeah. you know and they're there to they're there to do their job no more no less just enough not to get fired you know the company's <laughs> gonna pay them just enough for them not to quit and that's when you get in that that redundancy. And that's why I think so many people are so like, they're ho-hum about shit. You know, they're just like, oh, well, you know, it's just, yeah, you do this. And it's like, God, going through the motions is no way to go through life, man. It's just, I don't know. It's, and, and that's, you don't, you don't, I, I know what happens here. I'm sure it happens here, but I don't see it. The people that I talk to, the people that I, you know, that I interview for you and stuff, they're, they're, they're always striving for more. Always, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, is whenever somebody is doing that stuff, I feel guilty if I don't tell them the truth. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, they're paying money for a service. Yeah. And if you're sitting there watching them do something wrong, whether it's the exercise they're doing wrong or the effort or whatever, you know, and a lot of times what happens is they want to shoot the messenger. You know, yeah. they want to get upset with me. Yeah. And it's like, listen, I'm I'm looking out for your best benefit. 
you know, the people that don't tell you the truth, they're the ones that don't care about you. Yeah, there's cash in a check. <clears throat> yeah. They're taking your money, essentially. So, um, kind of finishing up on the notes I made on the uh, 80-20 rule, um, I think the big thing, you know, so a lot of times we see people, they'll do a bunch of abs, and I know why they're doing abs. They're doing abs because they want their, you know, they want a flatter stomach or they want to see their abs or whatever the fuck it is. Um, first, I mean, first thing that people need to understand is we all have abs. You're born with abs. There's fat that's laying over top of them that's covering them. So you don't necessarily, I mean, there's nothing wrong with training abs. We train abs a lot to make people or to improve our clients' stability so they're safer and stronger when they do the compound movements. Because really what all the muscles in your torso are designed for is stabilizing the spine. Yeah. So the more stable you are, the stronger you're going to be, the better results you're going to get. Um, you know, but we see people, they'll do a bunch of abs and, you know, they think it's going to give them a flat stomach or, or spot reduce the fat in that area or whatever the hell it is. <clears throat> and you're just wasting your time. You know, first off, you need to eat better, you know, if you want your stomach to look better. Um, you know, and that's, that is the majority of, of the equation of making your stomach look better. Stop eating like shit. 90% of it. Um, you know, and, and what I see is people are trying to take the shortcut and not do the hard shit, which is squats and lunges and deadlifts and rows, <clears throat> you know, the stuff that's hard. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's that's why most people don't have abs is because nobody wants to do the fucking work. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, with the when it comes to the 80-20 rule, you know, I, I hope a lot of it is just... Uh, People that are misinformed, they aren't educated, but I know a lot of it is also people are lazy, um, which if you want to be lazy, that's fine, but don't come to me and tell me you want something that's going to, you know, require you to not be lazy. Yeah. So <clears throat> the, wrapping this 80-20 rule up, um, you know, we all need to understand that there are no shortcuts. You know, I've learned that the hard way in business. I've learned it the hard way in many things. Uh, there are no shortcuts. The shortcut is the work. That's it. Um, and, you know, my last thing here is stop looking for a shortcut and just do the fucking work. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the, uh, on the 80-20 rule, you know, try to invest your time in the things that are going to give you the most return out of your time spent. Um, and the last thing I have here kind of goes on the same thing. Um, <clears throat> as far as people not understanding things, this may be a rant. I would, I would put it in the, I'd put it in the rant category. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one's on taking vacations. So, and you know what? In this regard, maybe I had it better than most people growing up. And when I say that, people are probably going to immediately think that, that, you know, we did a lot of... Uh, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Extracurricular activities growing up as a, as a kid? Sure. Um, if my mom or dad is listening to this, understand this is a compliment. This is not a negative in, at, at, at any point. Um, my parents never once took me to the movies growing up. 
I don't think so. My mom could tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But I don't think so. Yeah. I remember going with my aunt one time and maybe my uncle. Yeah. Uh, but that to me is a positive, not a negative. Right. Because I see a lot of people and they think that's normal to go, you know, spend time at the movies or whatever else it was. You know, I did my fair share of fucking around and doing stupid shit, playing video games, this kind of stuff. But I got my work ethic from my parents. They didn't necessarily talk to me about it. They probably did. I never listened. Right. Um, but I got it through watching them. Yeah. My mom and my dad both worked their asses off when I was a kid. Um, and so to me, as much as I work, it's just normal. Um. Uh, and when I say this next thing and I go on my rant, we did take vacations, but, you know, it'd always be in the summer. We would drive wherever it was. We'd drive all the way across the country, um, you know, and it wasn't, you know, some of the stuff I see today and, you know, especially what I've, what I've experienced in, in uh, I guess, you know, I, I don't mean to bring this up a lot, but, uh, you know, I think I, I won't bring it up. Uh, what a lot of people think is normal to take these vacations twice a year yeah so taking vacations and time off uh and the same thing with people putting their membership on hold uh you know i'm kind of rambling here uh you know and people don't want to do things they say they don't feel like it and they you know they want to whine and cry about it you're being a pussy (laughs) you know um you know maybe i shouldn't say that word but it's you know what call it a candy ass whatever you want to call it yeah um you know, and there's a quote, the successful person has the habit of doing the things failures don't like to do. They don't like doing them either necessarily, but their disliking is subordinated to the strength of their purpose. Um, <clears throat> so kind of like what I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of people, you know, will think I'm crazy or whatever it is, you know, when I tell them how much I work, you know, they'll ask me when the last time is I take a vacation. I fucking take pride in that shit. I want to go 10 years without taking a vacation because I have goals. Um, And what I find is people need to take time off and take vacations because they lack purpose. It's the same reason they drink. They're miserable and it's an escape. You know, and the thing is, and I'm not perfect by any fucking means, but you need to face your fucking problems and build something. Stop fucking around. Um, you know, and what I find is is find something that gives you purpose on a daily basis and makes you happy. Um, there's a quote <clears throat> that I have on my phone here. Um, <clears throat> let's see. This is by, I'm not going to pronounce his name correctly, Blaise Pascal. I may have said this before. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> All men's miseries derive from not being able to sit in a quiet room alone. Um, and I don't know if I've said this before either, but I tell people this all the time. I don't need a beach to be happy. I don't need the lake to be happy. You know what would make me happy? Be in the middle of a field with nobody around, sitting in a $5 wicker lawn chair by myself. With a scotch or bourbon? Bourbon. Bourbon. Maybe my guns. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't need much. Yeah. You know, people need a beach and all this bullshit. Um, I can sit in a corner of a room in a metal chair. Yeah. And stare at the wall and be happy. Yeah. You know, your happiness comes from within. And if you're not happy inside, then the problem is, 
is you need to fix some shit. You don't need a vacation. You don't need to get drunk. Yeah. None I, of this other bullshit. It's, it's really, it is really sad. Like I, I, I've just, I've never, I've never felt like I needed a, I, well, I did feel like I needed a vacation when I worked in well, my last, <laughs> last job I had. I needed, exactly. but that, but that's exactly it. Why did I need that vacation? Cause I needed a break before I snapped. You know what I mean? And that's, and that is if you're in that lifestyle and, and I understand like there are people that have, you have kids and you have responsibilities and you have that stuff and I get it. But I also feel like there's a part of the, the vacation thing is it's part of a status thing. You know, when we, yeah, maybe when we look at this, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I, it I wanna... makes you more unhappy though. Cause you're spending money you don't have. Yeah. I mean, it's it, so it's, if you're going on a vacation because you want to go on a vacation, then I think that's different than feeling like if I don't go on a vacation soon, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lose it. Like that's, that's a sad way to live. I, in my opinion. So I, I just, I don't know. And that's, I grew up to my dad ran his own business. We went on like maybe four or five vacations my entire life, I think. And it was, we always made fun of it because my dad, you know, and my dad sold industrial equipment. He wasn't like, you know, he wasn't, a, he wasn't out there doing some job. He, I mean, he, he enjoyed it. He didn't, he didn't hate it, but he didn't, it wasn't something that he was passionate about, you know, but it was something that he liked and he liked his clients and all this, that, and the other thing. But it was, it's funny. You said that about watching your parents work. It's the same thing. You know, my dad went in there and if he did, if he didn't get it done, it didn't get done, you know? And so he had to, he had to, he had to do this stuff. Uh, a few more things I got on this rant here. I wrote this down. <clears throat> um, then you hear people, oh, I want to make memories. That is so fucking stupid. You want to know what my memories are? My memories are building my fucking business. You know, um, that's what your memories should be in your things that are your purpose. You mentioned kids earlier. Your your memories should be building your kids' fucking purpose and teach them how to be good human beings and, and how to be successful. You know, I mean... You know, and I don't have kids. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. that's just that's just the truth of it, you know. And the thing is, people say they want to make memories, go to a beach, right? You're going to make memories of being drunk on a beach, eating like shit. That's fucking mediocre. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, so the last thing I said, I kind of already said it. I want to make memories of pushing my potential uh, and fulfilling it. Um, you know, there was a quote I heard a week or two ago. Um, I can probably find it here, um, but uh, I might have it off the top of my head. Uh, it's something along the lines of man's biggest regret is unfulfilled potential. Uh, you know, and you know that that's what it is to me. Is um, I don't want to be fifty and have regrets. I don't want to be seventy and have regrets. Um, you know, and, and I want to feel like. Like I fulfill, I fulfilled, you know, my potential and and what I was put here to do. So yeah, and it's it, it, there's that other quote like don't like build a life that you don't have to escape from. Yeah, you know I mean, that's that goes back to what you said a lot of it. I mean, it's like that's a that's a that's a really it, it takes risk and it takes but but the reward on the other side of it is not feeling like you have to have a, a break from your life. You know, imagine how great that is. That's great, dude. Because I've had a life I needed a break from. You've had a life you needed a break from. Like, you know, by our own doing. But like, when you when you get out of that and you start prioritizing things differently, like you said, that purpose, it's a huge, it's a huge thing. Well, and you know, that thing is, you know, by your own doing, to me, that's probably the biggest step 
that everyone needs to take is they need to under, they need to understand that whatever problems they have they are you know self-inflicted yeah you know at the end of the day they're it's you caused them somehow um and that's that's what i see a lot of people don't take ownership in their problems um so they just constantly you know avoid the problem you know they blame it on their genetics their metabolism you know their childhood whatever the hell else it is none of that shit matters uh you know you got to take ownership in the problems at hand and and develop a plan to you know work yourself to success that's the truth that's it all right guys have a good day appreciate y'all listening check this out uh make sure you give us a, a rating in itunes and follow the Instagram, Plunkett underscore fitness, the website, PlunkettFitness.com. Thanks for listening, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Please share with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. For more info, visit our website, PlunkettFitness.com.